This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Minute Friday here on the Farm Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Williams, and I've got to be honest, today's episode is probably going to be a little bit more than five minutes because there's a lot to cover today. Um, Well, first off, between Wednesday's episode and today, I realized, did the math, that we are actually going to be over 100,000 downloads this year total, which is crazy because we actually just broke 100,000 downloads this week for the year, and we've got a month and a half left, which is crazy. Well, technically kind of two months, but that is wild. Last year we had 24,000 total. This year we have over 100,000 already. Um, I'm so ecstatic. Thank you all so much for listening, both all the old-timer Farm Traveler podcast listeners. Thank you so much, and of course, to all the new people that are listening Wherever you are, thank you so much. I am so excited. It's always cool to, you know, when there's a sudden surge in downloads. And so I thought that was really, really cool. So on to today's topic for 5-Minute Friday. And don't forget that it's part of our newsletter. And if you want to sign up for that, it is in the description of this podcast. And the topic is one of the... I would say probably one of the most famous games from the 90s, Doom, meets John Deere, which I know that sounds really, really weird, but let me give you a little bit of context. So Doom is a first-person shooter that came out in, I believe, 1993, and it's been out for so long, there were several sequels to it, they even came out with some newer games. Um, I think the most, I think the latest one was like Doom Eternal? And it came out in like 2019 or something like that. Anyway, the original Doom is notorious because it has very low 
hardware demands, meaning you can run it on pretty much anything. I mean, when you think about the computers and gaming consoles that it ran on in the 90s, is nothing compared to what we have right now. And so for the past, I don't know, a couple of years or so, people have been trying to get Doom to run on the most absurd things. Some examples are calculators, you know, like the T85 calculator. They got Doom successfully running on that, where you can play different levels, which is wild. And then one of my favorite ones, if you have a MacBook, like the newer MacBook, you know how it has that weird touch bar at the top where you can touch it and basically it, you can click and scroll on it. You can select emojis. It is like a, I don't know, there's like a volume slider on there. Um, somebody got it to work on that. You could run Doom on that little tiny screen on a MacBook. Somebody got it running on an iPad, or I'm sorry, not an iPad, that would be easy. They got it running on an iPod Nano, which is wild. But probably the most absurd one is someone, I think last year, got Doom running on a pregnancy test where the screen was literally showing Doom and you could play it. I think there was a little bit of extra hardware involved with that, like just to actually get it to run, but it was essentially being displayed and running on a pregnancy test, which is absolutely wild. So in um, kind of connecting this with John Deere, there is a guy who goes by the name of Sick Codes, and the article that I got all this from is going to be also linked below if you want to go check it out. Basically, he found a way to run Doom on a John Deere tractor. Now, it's one of those high-end John Deere tractors that has a screen on it for monitoring your crops and where you're going and stuff like that, um, but he got it to run on the tractor. Now, it's wild because John Deere and you know a bunch of other ag companies and really just a bunch of tech companies in general they're very very locked down when it comes to working with their proprietary software and so he had to work around all of the software modifications that john deere had to protect the systems to protect the data and everything so he had to hack it and then he had to figure out how to run doom on it and the cool part is that not only is it doom it's an it's a an edited version of Doom where you're driving a tractor in Doom going through fields, which is wild. But this was really neat because the whole issue with John Deere it's been going on for a while, um, and that is the right to repair. So basically, John Deere doesn't really want local mechanics to fix their equipment because John Deere knows best how to fix their equipment, and it it, it kind of makes sense. But also, it sucks because Farmers are going to have to pay, well, shoot, anybody that owns a John Deere um, equipment, they're going to have to pay higher prices because you're going to get the experts to fix it. And so it's a huge thing. Um, you might hear it like the right to repair. It's also something going on in the tech industry. And years ago, Apple was like, you know, with iPhones, Macs and everything, they're like, we don't want anybody fixing our products except Apple. And then eventually it was except Apple certified um, mechanics or repairmen. And then now, slowly in 2022, Apple has kind of eased up on the reins a little bit to where more people can actually fix Apple products. It's kind of been a big headache. And people like Linus Tech Tips on YouTube, he covers a bunch of computer stuff. He um, has done a really good job of like kind of breakdown, doing like a breakdown on the impact that has on the 
kind of on the whole industry. And I think they also mentioned it in the, I think they also mentioned John Deere um, and the issues that was causing, but that, that was years ago. I, I doubt I could find that video, but you know, on one hand, I get it. Companies like John Deere, like Apple, they want to protect their equipment, their technology so that users can have the optimum experience. I get that. But also, like once you buy it, you should be able to fix it. Either you or somebody you know, and it shouldn't be locked behind all of this stuff. I know that the this one guy, Sick Codes, while he was, you know, hacking into the system, he was able to maintain a, a, a bunch of data from the tractor that would help him identify and diagnose problems that was happening. And that's huge because if he can do that, eventually, hopefully, smaller mechanics can start to do that and, you know, not be swindled by John Deere. Now, I mean, it's not just John Deere, it's a bunch of other dealerships, a bunch of other equipment companies that are doing that. And so it's interesting. It's something that is kind of weird. It kind of makes sense from, I, I can kind of see it from both sides. Like the farmers want to fix it. Everybody wants to fix it, but also John Deere wants to protect their, their software. So it's interesting. But yeah, I saw that, you know, just kind of skimming for articles and all of that good stuff for the newsletter. And I saw it and I was like, hold up. Doom and John Deere, this is really cool. It's gaming and John Deere and agriculture. I think that's kind of awesome. I mean, one day I'll eventually cover it, but Farming Simulator, for example, Farming Sim 2022, actually has like a huge online following where there are tournaments where people compete to see who the best Farming Sim gamer is, which is absolutely wild and it's really cool. And a lot of people have these home offices where they have entire cockpits set up where it's like a tractor. And I mean, it looks like a John Deere cockpit and they're just playing Farming Sim, which is absolutely wild. So yeah, that's all for today. Again, if you want to check out the newsletter, go below in the link um, of this episode. Check it out. Sign up. It's only just once a Friday. Feel free to open it. Feel free to, to skip it one Friday if you're busy. Totally up to you. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, consider sharing it with a friend or family member on social media. And of course, wherever you are listening to Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere else, consider leaving a review for the show. That greatly helps us a lot. So we will see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode of the Farm Traveler podcast. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Adios.